hello. What's up, girl? What happened after Tony dumped you? Girl, I'm over it. I went from heartbreak to hate. Hey, hey, hey. Why'd you do that? You knew I was going to choke. <laughs> That's why I did that. Oi, Joy. <laughs> How's your life? Uh, good right this instant. I can tell. Yes. Smiles and happiness and sternum cracking. I mean, it's a good, yes, yeah, sternum cracking. Um, It's been a good evening thus far. Yeah. We've got sugar. We've got chocolate. We've got caffeine. You know. We've got other potentially potentially legal drugs. <laughs> <laughs> we got nicotine. We got nicotine. We got the high. We saw that cute is, boys. The high that is getting we a tattoo. We don't see cute boys when we're out. No, we don't. So when we see Not them, well, at least one we both agree on. That is also a true statement. We, that's, that's Because I see we something, have... I'm like, I'm not going to bring it up to her because she's going to be like, no, <laughs> he's not ginger. I don't want it. And it's not just, will you stop? You're more obsessed about the ginger than I am, quite frankly. I know, it's been a while for me. Um, you know. I mean. Sometimes you, you like you were saying, with a good playlist, you said you were saying it earlier. <laughs> you want to go back and revisit it. You're you're giving me a hard time because I didn't listen to last week's podcast. I was there. I don't have to listen to it. I was there for the magic. I mean, but our numbers significantly went down because you didn't sit there and listen to it 32 <laughs> times in a row so we can get our numbers up <laughs> like you normally do. Just kidding. Yeah. We never listen. We never get 32 listens anyway. But oh, we don't never get them. Well, we have. Yeah. Thank you. Remember that? Remember the winter when California really loved us. They really do. What went so wrong? Maybe it's only a winter thing. Maybe they're just, yeah. Maybe they feel sorry for us in the wintertime while it's all sunny <clears throat> in California. Right. Anyway, last week we talked about 80s dating. And now. And now we're talking about 90s dating. There it is. That's where all the dating magic began. Ooh. I don't so know if I would call it magic, but that's magic. where I started dating. We'll put it that way. So. There was this whole thing that happened late 80s, early 90s when it became really big. And that was VHS dating. <laughs> yeah. Where tell, you, tell the people about it. They don't even know what a VHS so is. You so you would go to this agency that is created to make you happy. Much like Match.com. Much like other dating apps. A lot of the dating apps are not for dating. They're for fucking. <laughs> so let's just be real about that. But back in the good old wholesome 80s and 90s, you'd go down, you could pick up a VHS tape, come back, watch six young studs and various mullets. Oh, we have to talk about, what was, that was called Studs. Do you remember that show? Oh, there was a show called Studs. Put a pin in it, we'll come back. Okay. Okay, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Chocolate's got her going. (laughs) Um, So... You watch this videotape, you say, oh, I want number 10352, because <laughs> they had numbers, and then you could contact that one person and go on a date with them. It sounds like, I mean, as you're sitting there describing it, it sounds like the most efficient way to date ever, but at the time, it was revolutionary. Right. I mean, the only thing more 
inefficient is finding out at 16 that your parents sold you into marriage 16 years ago in another country that you don't even live in anymore. Like, that happens. I mean, hopefully not much anymore. It still happens. I get that once or twice a week. Um... I was, I was like, go ahead and you anyway, finish that. So, video dating. Yeah. Most revolutionary thing ever. Mm-hmm. After love connection. Yes. Love, cause there are so many good things. Mm-hmm. The love connection. That was in the 80s. It was the 80s. But, but it was a lot of fun. It could, you could really talk bad about somebody on TV, and I loved every <laughs> second of it. And it also, didn't it have a revival in the 90s? I feel like it did. Had a revival in It has a revival every decade, I think. <laughs> But no but one then, will ever be as hot as Chuck Woolery. That's that's just it. Okay. And then, if we get back to my favorite, was Studs. Studs? Studs was brought to you by the 90s. It was like, we're going to do this for the young, hip mm-hmm. kids. Um, and man, I don't remember much other than just, it was so ridiculous. Like, Love Connection was a little bit more wholesome. Right. And like, you know. Mm-hmm. And Studs was just like, I want to fuck you. Right. Well... And I think that's when we really got, like, what a bro really was. <laughs> it's true. Like, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Like, bros before, you could be, like, fat. You could be whatever. It was just a man being a man, being rude, blah, 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 blah. But in the 90s, we got these good-looking, mm-hmm. gelled-to-the-fucking-max hair. Oh, yeah. oh, put I together. Mean, yeah, Jersey Shore type shit. Absolutely. They were all in shape. They were all... You know, most not silk all. shirts. Silk, sh- silk shirts with the good deodorant because they weren't sweating through. Um, yeah. Oh, the and amount then, of silk that was used in the 90s. Can we talk about it? And hyper color. Hyper color. Always. Always some just. That would be a good way to find out if someone likes you. Necessarily bright. Hyper color. color. Hyper color. Um, Sorry. Continue. Yeah. So we also had singled out in the 90s. That was. I don't remember that one. Give me more. Jenny McCarthy? <gasps> yes, I do. Yes, MTV I do. Yes, single I do. out? Yes, I do. Yeah. Wow. We had all the ways to find love. And I put that in air quotes. Because mm-hmm. we weren't really. Only one air quote, too. <laughs> well, it's too lazy to raise the other hand. The, oh, the other end's open. <laughs> oh, but the 90s. The 90s are when I first started dating. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what noise was that? That sounded like a backseat finger bang. What happened in the 90s on your dates? No, that was like supposed to be like a little purr. And, uh, sorry, I was taking a moment to reminisce. Yeah, so let's see. I mean, you know, the 90s were pretty tame for me, if I'm really honest. Like, overall, compared to others. Compared to others who? To others who were fucking married men. <laughs> to others who were giving blowjobs in the basements of tattoo shops while an albino python watched him. I mean... As co- <laughs> right, as compared to that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how my mom's doing today. Um, oh, but no, I mean, the 90s were like my dating started then, but it was very innocent at first because it was like the 90s. It was dating. I was in middle school. It wasn't even like full dating. It was like... Send the note, or you know, you send your representative, right? Okay, 
Paul wants to go out with you or Paul wants to go together. Do you want to go together? And then you send your representative back to the person's friend. Mm-hmm. Cause you never talk to each other directly. Mm-hmm. Then you send the notes. Then you get to the dance and you like work up the nerve to have a dance. And it's like, it was just really kind of ridiculous, but wholesome and sweet. I mean, the nineties were still a whole more wholesome. I mean, they were, we were getting there. Like they we were, yeah. It yeah. depend on your age. Right. Right. Because, um, I mean, I was in high school in the 80s, so high school stuff happened for me in the 80s. But, like, you know, I graduated early on in the 90s, so my 90s... You are not that much older than me. Were you in high school in 89? Yes, I was. Okay, in I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> in the motherfucking 80s. In one year of the 80s. He's like, you don't know if I was held back. Um. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I graduated high school, college, all that. It was happened before even 95. So, you know, we're a little bit different in ages. It's a smidge. But anyways, as I progress on in my journey, um, then, <laughs> then in high school. She's did, acting. She's literally acting. I, I feel like there's a performance going on here. <laughs> Y'all don't even know. Like her eyes are twinkling. Her head's moving. She's feeling it. She's giving I, it. She's giving it to you. I am trying to like take you back with She brings me it to you every week. Into I'm trying to take you on a journey into my life. <laughs> oh. Okay. So here's little joy. Uh-huh. And little joy is little joy is on her first date. Mm, my first real date. Yeah, what what age were you? See, I, here's the thing. Real dates did not occur early in high school. Right. Because it was kind of like, you know, you'd walk, go for a walk together. Or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you'd meet up at a dance. I don't feel like that counts as a real date. I mean, the thing of it is, is all relationships are being in close proximity of the person you like, right? Yeah. That's true. But when so, I think of a date, I think of something very traditional. Like, the guy, I'm sorry. I can't help myself. We've had this fight before. But it's like, <laughs> the guy picks you up. You go someplace. You know what I mean? For certain amount of time he pays out. for <laughs> i didn't even say that <laughs> maybe give him a kiss maybe not get in the car go back home maybe a hug no hug well no. nobody hugs aren't romantic nobody's like oh give me that good hug they want a kiss at least okay i don't know why you're like looking up at the sky like i that like that's the craziest thing i've ever no, seen no i'm just i'm just i'm just I'm just i'm imagining <laughs> You and a Ford LTD <laughs> on your first date. No, my first real date, I would say, uh, it was not a Ford. I believe it was a Honda Civic-like Ooh, type vehicle. Nice. But the 90s version, so. Right. Very boxy. Right. Teal color. Look at that. Uh, Look at that for details. You don't usually don't remember shit. I remember that teal car. I was in that teal <laughs> car a lot. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. We don't have to get into the rest of it. Um, What was the original point of your question? Did you I, kiss I him at the end of the night? I did not. Because I was so innocent and pure. No, um, because I was super shy. Uh, side note, let's take a flashback <laughs> to when Bob actually met Joy. Joy was pretty fucking innocent and pure. And we're talking about this was two thousand. Yeah, that's the thing. It's so still the nineties was still pretty pureness for joy. Fuck yeah, yeah yeah. That was a whole nother life, man. Yeah, that was different. It's a different person. It's completely different. 
Wow. You, I, you just, I just had a full outer body experience. But yeah, very, <laughs> very innocent. And he was playing shy is what Ooh. I now know. Okay. Ah. You know, at the time I thought, oh, he's really shy too. No, he's no. not. No. Playing. Lies. And then on the second date, we were actually walking around the mall was part of the date. Right. <laughs> and I was the first one to hold his hand. And Did his you do it out in front of the limited? Or... <laughs> I don't remember. Fashion, no, Fashion Bug wasn't in the mall. Was that Fat? I don't think it was, but Limited was there. Limited. Uh, it was so many versions of the mall ago um, before the big Camelot expansion. Music. Oh my gosh. I think that, that we still did have Camelot. Or was it um, Coconut or whatever? It had you changed. had Coconut Records here. I think we did. For, we had uh, that one store had three different names. Okay. But, okay. anyways. Virgins. Uh, we digress yeah, again. Yes. So the hand holding, he's very shocked. We worked up to the kiss on the third day. And this is why. It's because all this time, innocent as I was, you your aunt, I had cook- not oh. yet French kissed. I had only ever kissed on the lips. And so I was petrified of how that was going to go. But you knew in your soul, you're Creole. <laughs> so the Frenching is there naturally. <laughs> you're the best. I don't believe I thought of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> now let me think about this genetically. Down to my molecules. Uh, but no, I mean, like, that's the good stuff. But like, did you French first... on the first kiss? Yes. <gasps> she yes. jumped. She skipped. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I mean, it took me up to the third date to get there. But you didn't kiss before the third date. No. So you didn't kiss, like, on the cheek. <laughs> you didn't kiss, like, on the neck. Oh, you didn't no. lips. You no. didn't. Penis, you just went right to to sticking the tongue in the mouth. Yeah. Tramp. <laughs> Tramp. Hussy. <laughs> All those horrible words for promiscuous women. Um, yeah. Nice, though. Yeah. I mean, did you get anything out of it? I alluded to an Auntie Anne's pretzel. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. Well, it was amazing and horrible at the same time, right? Because <laughs> the whole time your brain is going... Oh my god, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my god, I don't know what I'm doing. And then you're also like, Oh my god, it finally happened, it finally happened. You know. Yeah. Because I was quite literally a schoolgirl. So I mean, what else do you expect? That's kind of what goes through a innocent schoolgirl's mind. So that was the last time you saw him, right? No <laughs> No, it was not. It wasn't. You didn't tongue and run? No, no tongue and run. No, that actually turned into Ding um, dong dick. <laughs> I turned into ding dong dick because as you remember at the time I was saving myself. Oh, that's right. I forgot I that was, part. Yeah. That's yeah right. I still yeah. believed because there was, there was um a resurgence at the time in the Christian movement of the true love weights mm-hmm. because it was like thought that, you know, we had become too promiscuous and people didn't wait. So there was like a big push for everything that was like youth, oriented right. was like true love true weights love true weights. love weights true love weights they were just like people get were you a promise ring. getting cra- class rings <laughs> wrapping that reminds me do you want to wear my class ring i have it around here i still have my class ring it's one thing i have from high school i'd love to wear your class ring but um yeah so they were getting so you, you saying class rings people were calling them promise rings and the promise was yeah. that you were going to wait until marriage so so Jonas Brothers before Jonas Brothers didn't do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like that's the thing. It's like on the one hand you had studs and on the other hand you had people like 
promising the world. I think it's the clothing. <laughs> you think the clothing? I mean, give me more on that, please. So, y'all, I'm pointing to women. Uh huh. You loved wearing those gigantic cardigan sweaters, which I still love doing because, you know, I'm still a, a 90s girl. Um, and then, like, a turtleneck with the chain over the sh- over the turtleneck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it can like hang you, down. Yeah, oh, so yeah. you can hang down the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But with some Umbro shorts on, <laughs> some stack socks, some Eastland shoes. Listen. Listen. You know we're gonna take us we're gonna take a diversion from love, okay. and we're gonna go into <laughs> one of my pet peeves. I need people to choose a temperature. Okay, nothing irks me more than when a bitch is in a cardigan or a full ass sweatshirt, and then his Daisy Dukes. Like, bitch, no, you're either cold. That's me. Or I do that. you're not. <laughs> I I love wearing a cardigan sweater and t shirt and shorts and flip flops. No, all of that is wrong. Out to the bar. I'll do that to the bar. I'll I, go to the bar like that. I, I know care. you will. I know. They know me there. They know I'm a fool. But I'm, I'm, I, you know, it's when the winter start or the winter when the summers like get closing in. It's getting fall. Like you get twenty degree shifts in an <laughs> evening sitting out in a beer garden. Uh huh. You gotta have shorts. Okay. So I guess everybody just has strong legs that can withstand I all those coldness. I have pretty thick legs. And they're more muscle than fat, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Cold ass arms. I have I have feeble eighty year old arms. <laughs> and the thing of it is, like, I used to be one of those people that would wear a hoodie in every single fucking temperature. Like, if it was thirty below, I didn't wear a coat. I just wore my hoodie. In the summertime, it's 98 degrees. What's that motherfucker doing in a hoodie? That's me. My ecosystem was just always on the same. I was never sick. I was so young. So young. (laughs) I mean, I did that shit up until the mid-2000s. But then, anyway. Why are we even talking about this? I don't know. We got got a diversion. (laughs) We were talking about true love waiting, and then you said... My point was, boom. Yes. (laughs) Cardigans and... Nothing sexy about that outfit. (laughs) Even though I sport it today, <laughs> I still don't feel I'm sexy in it. I just feel like I'm comfortable. You know, and comfortableness is not sexiness. Well, we know that's true. There's like the whole saying and said quite often, pain, beauty is pain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyways, there you have it. That was your entire dating life well, in the no, 90s? Well, no, I mean, that was like, you know, the best parts of it. So, what else happened in the 90s? We got, we got more affordable... Um, uh, answering machines. So a lot of people, more people had those. We got caller ID, so you could, you had to stop. Yes, no more. The previously mentioned mm-hmm. call twenty times, so you get the nut to. Plus, everybody talk. was excited about Star sixty nine. I don't even know if the kids today know what that is. Do you know is. what Star sixty nine is? Not if you do. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a whole set of numbers. I don't even remember them all. There's sixty. <laughs> I remember the sixty seven, obviously. Hmm. Sixty nine. Yeah. And sixty nine. Was the callback? Callback, right? yeah. Figure out who who just called you and hung up, mm-hmm. and people would do it with a vengeance too. You just call here, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm yeah, because Star sixty seven was where you could call and it would tell you the number, right? Or uh, I never used that one. Continue amongst yourselves. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, there were multiple things, and one we got excited when we knew there were codes we could use. Um, so, and then uh, we were about to discuss that at the very end of the 90s, 
cell phones became more readily available. Not that they hadn't already been available, but at the end of the 90s, they started to get cheaper where people started to kind of figure... I don't even remember what the plans were like at the time. It was expensive, but more people had it because it was this new exciting thing. Yeah. You could be out and about and call somebody mm-hmm. or text somebody. It was $3 a minute. It was... Text? You're drunk. <laughs> I didn't have no text. I had a bag phone. There was no texting on a bag phone. I'm talking about my original Prime Co phone, I think, had texting on it. In the 2000s. Probably. You had T9. <laughs> I can tell you what yes, you had. T9 <laughs> was revolutionary. People right. was like, you mean I don't have to hit the one right. kitten? No, you're on T9. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember my first text message on a Nokia phone. But that's the 2000s. Okay, sorry. Save it for next week. Star 67 blocked your phone number so no one knew you were calling. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, now that we've covered that. So. All that about phones. Mm-hmm. Was that even interesting? You tell us. You let us know. Yeah. We need people to interact with us more. Yeah, I want you guys. Well, tell me what you guys. I mean, every people have. Other people got like a whole, like legions of people telling them oh i want to hear this oh i want you to talk about that blah blah blah, blah. No, nobody what are you doing wrong. spin i know you got time <laughs> tell us um or other fans that might be listening right we don't know your name yet because you haven't interacted with us maybe there's a brenda who listens to us and she's got really mad at the only times you called somebody a brenda i have not used that name but maybe one time we always change the names all right okay whatever um Cindy. Cindy. I think we've used Cindy a couple times. A few times. Cindy Brady's racist. But, um, so, where were we? We were just trying to navigate the complicated labyrinth that was love in the 90s, or dating, as it were. So, um, I had multiple things in the the 90s. Mm -hmm. So, I had, um... Gay relations, obviously. Right. But the, I also had a girlfriend, my very last girlfriend. Hey, Jen. <laughs> um, she rounded out my 90s. Okay. 98 was her fate. And what, um, was, what was that like? What do you mean? Like... I mean, I had slept with other girls before, but this was just my last girl. I mean, like, you know, did you guys go on actual dates? Were you doing the full... It was college. It was college love. Okay. okay, Dorm rooms. Poor love, basically, is more like it. Sex in dorm rooms. Okay. Getting angry when I'm talking to another a barista at a cafe kind of stuff, telling me her dad's going to kill me because he's in the mafia kind of stuff. Wow. Hey, Jen. How's life? (laughs) Intense. Um, Yeah. So... Then. So that was, I mean, I was all over the place in the 90s. Yeah. Married men, mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. I'm guessing, like, men who weren't out, like, down low. Oh, yeah. Besides married men, even. Down low, but would pretend to be gay, flirt with me when, you know, other people were around. So it was like, because uh, I was out, so people knew I was gay. So it mm-hmm. wasn't like two down low guys going at it. Right. Like, you know, people fantasize about on all these gay apps, but um, yeah, it was it was it was, it was a sad time. It's a it's a bad time in my life. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay, moving right along then. <laughs> so, cell phones we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think people started like being more interested in status things? Because you know, in the eighties, only rich people had things. 
in the 90s things became it's kind of like art in your home like before it was only rich people had it now over the years people make stuff that you can purchase that's not that expensive Mm -hmm. so um but like we started like having beepers having specific types of shoes more all the clothes you didn't it wasn't just shoes anymore it was every single bit of clothing had to have a name on it it was all the things you had to have your pants tight rolled mm -hmm. you had to have your your uh in the 90s you even had to have i think fubu started then yes yeah it was like a marisa's thing i didn't even realize it was like some kind of hip-hop related thing but like women all girls had fubu fucking Mm -hmm. shirts i don't know what yeah and yeah, it was definitely, I think, for, you know, me, since most of it was in high school and then just started in college, right. um, a lot of people were on, like, any status symbol. I think mm-hmm. you're right. That's definitely a thing. Like, a lot of people still didn't have a car, so it wasn't as big of right. a deal, but then you had to have brand name clothes. Like, you had to have, like, I only dress in FUBU, or I only dress in, I forget what the hell other shit people um, had. But Tommy Hilfiger rolled around yes, about that time. That was something that was big that. in the black community. Yeah. <laughs> you are so stupid it's when you stupid. say that. And I mean, look, it's When you true. say that, you look at me with the big eyes. Like... like. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and it was like, or, you know, I only wear, a, you know, Converse Eastlands. or whatever kind British of shoes. British Knights came and went in the 90s. Yeah, it was all of the things. And I actually remember one of the guys that I dated, when we broke up, he was like, you know what, I, I just got to say, like, you never, I appreciate that you never, it would never have meant anything to you. Like, you didn't care about brand names. But yeah, he was just like, you know, it that stuff never mattered to you because he would show up in things and i'd be like oh what is this and he'd be like it's xyz brand and i'd be like oh uh, okay and then so, right on to the next exactly so you never asked for a fossil watch no no because no. we went from swatch watches to fossil watches yes that's true um, no i never asked for expensive things i never cared my best friend bought me a fossil watch for christmas one year oh, that's nice mm-hmm I also do think, though, that the 90s were very much the personalized gifts of it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The engrave your name on a chain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Engrave anything. Engrave Personalize anything. anything. Yeah, I mean, get, I'm talking about my class Get yourself ring, down man. to that little booth in the mall and get something engraved. If you looked oh. at my class ring, which you could if you if, it was, if we were in our bathroom, my bathroom, but we're not. And so my class ring had my astrological sign on it. Uh-huh. And uh, the peace symbol. Ooh, look at you. Uh, yeah, so if I was murdered in the 90s, they would have thought I was a teenage witch, which would have been accurate. Do you know how many years ago I lost my high school ring? It's a good thing I only spent $70 on that bitch. Was it in a hole? Nah, it was not <laughs> in a hole, you smartass. Oh, that's right. Okay. But anyways. Did you have your birthstone? Uh, I think I did. I think it did, but it was like the, definitely the cheapest ring. I told you this story about how I had to pay for everything my senior year. So it was always the cheapest fucking thing. Yeah. Because when you're 17, who has any fucking money? Not me. No. No, because you're working you. for minimum wage, which is like $5 an hour. Fuck you. I was making three seventy five when I was working at Dairy Queen. That is the fucking worst. It was five fifteen. <laughs> um, and then I did, did at one point have an internship where I made like $10 an hour. And I didn't know what to do with myself. I was going to lose my fucking mind. Wow. It was like 10 hours a week. So anyways, I digress. Um, so I wasn't buying fancy brand name shit. And so I didn't give a fuck. Well, I was fat. And they didn't make fat people's clothing brand names. I did names. not. No, that was still the time. They made bum equipment for sweatshirts. I had the green one. 
they were still making fat lady clothes for like tense, ugly colors. And make and I'm like, you had to be 85 to pull this off. Basically, there was <laughs> there was no we care about any other. Decade. They still had the husky section for the fat boys. Oh, the, we've discussed that before. I can't go into it. But the huskies um, are spelt animals. Anyway, um. <laughs> So, yeah, so maybe that's one reason why we didn't care so much about fancy brand name things because, you know, clothing-wise didn't apply. Right. But that was the thing, though. That was how you peacocked for people, like mm-hmm. sporting your yeah. your whatever fucking Jordans that was still going on at the time. We were you're That was something, a Bulls jersey. Oh. If a motherfucker didn't have a Bulls jersey, <laughs> did he have a penis? I don't know. I don't, or one of those, you know, when those horrible, horrible NFL, like winter jackets came around, uh, you don't remember yes, that? Like yes. the, all, it had all the colors the, of it. Yeah. yeah on the back. Oh. I remember people had like the Vikings and shit like that. And I was, so uh, cool. near St. Louis and I don't believe they even had a football team at the time. No, they didn't. Anyway. Um, that's horrible. Let's yeah. not, let's get away from clothes. It okay. feels like a sad, depressing. So, um, did you learn anything about dating in the nineties? In general, or uh, about yourself? Uh, I think by the end of the 90s, yeah, I figured out, I don't know if this true love waits just for me. <laughs> That's, I mean, I think everyone comes to that conclusion. <laughs> yes. True love waits for me, honestly, would have worked if I had gotten married at the age of 23. Even then, though? Yeah, I guess even then. Yeah, because, you know. If I knew you I were 22, would, yeah. Yeah. Could have made it. Could have made it. But, um. No. <laughs> um. So if you had a chance to be a whore. <laughs> okay. In the 90s, would you have been a whore? Would you want to have been a whore? Given my personality, I'm going to have to give you a no on that. Because even when I started having sex, I was always Two weeks ago. super <laughs> super paranoid. That was gonna end up pregnant because that was the big. That was the other big thing. Well, that was what. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like they just throw this idea that every anytime you have it didn't exist at all. Well, you know what I mean. But they're yeah. like, oh, and, it, and it's never a hundred percent. The only thing that's hundred percent is abstinence. Yeah, so I had all of that paranoia swimming in my head. Strong, strong. I tell thee, I was like an hour to late on a birth control pill. <laughs> I was like, I will be pregnant tomorrow. Oh. Do you know how many times I would have been pregnant in the nineties? <laughs> And remember that to be beautiful and natural is the birthright of every woman. And I wish you all loads and loads of loveliness and good luck. <laughs>